Welcome to episode 218 of Explode Your Expert Business Show, brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. Today, we are going to talk about how to generate thousands of leads in weeks with the Leon Street. You will be blown away by this episode. But before we start, uh, today we are launching our LinkedIn Mastery course. So if you want to get six-figure contracts and always have a limited and a limited source of great leads, check out uh, this incredible course, LinkedIn Mastery, because um, we have fine-tuned over the past eight months a method that I call the hybrid method, where we are going to combine automation and human connection to create a great relationship and find great leads uh, and get clients. So check out, the link is in the show notes. We are launching today, so you have an incredible offer for the launch. Uh, click the link and check it out because some of our clients got £5,000 or $5,000 contracts. Another one got another $10,000 contracts. We got a £100,000 contract from LinkedIn So just using this strategy, make sure you click that link and check it out. Back to the show. Today, as I said, I have the pleasure to interview Leon Street. Just to give you a bit of information about Leon. $1.2 million in four months, 900,000 pounds in 12 months on a 600 pound a month budget, and two six-figure months. These are some of the results from today's guest. Uh, He's the number one international best-selling author of More Leads, More Clients. Now, uh, Leon Street is uh, the lead generation coach, and we talk about in this episode how to create a marketing strategy that attracts the right people, how to create a conversion mechanism to gain more prospects, and how to generate the right traffic online. As, as usual, you can find the transcript and get the bonus resources at www.gtex.org.uk forward slash 218. And as well, you can connect uh, with the links in the show notes with Leon Street. If you haven't subscribed yet to the show, do it now before we start so you don't miss any other great episodes. And now it's time for me to leave you and to enjoy how to generate thousands of leads in weeks with Leon Street. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Today, we are here with the one and only Leon Street. How are you doing, Leon? I'm very good, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Simone, uh, how are you doing? I'm really well, and I'm so happy to have you here on the show. I mean, we've been uh, like getting around in circles for, for a few years, mm-hmm. and then uh, we met uh, at the Maximize Award, uh, mm-hmm. Where you actually gave me the award of <laughs> of the year it was so weird. Yeah, it was no, it was no fix. <laughs> it was like, okay, cool, thank you. And then we spoke together at mm-hmm. a re- recent event. So I said, okay, it's long overdue. Come yeah. on the show, teach us all about marketing, about getting leads. 
Mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of people struggle with that. So Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to sharing with your audience. Uh, that's brilliant. So uh, before we get started uh, with, uh, with, with the meat uh, or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you are vegan uh, with the lettuce, uh, <laughs> just for the vegan in the audience, before we get started there, what's your background? What got you here to this point? Uh, I mean, how long have you got, Simone? <laughs> <laughs> well, not all day. I know you're a busy guy as well. So, um, uh, how long do you want me to spend? A few minutes? Yeah, a few minutes. Just, okay, yeah, all right, cool. So, so, what got me here was just, first of all, a passion for a hobby that I had. Um, and if you can translate that to... If you have a passion within you to serve people or help them in a specific way, that's where it came from for me. And my passion at that time was being a DJ, so right. music. Okay. And um, being a DJ, up-and-coming DJ, in the tender age of 14, I really wanted to you know, get more people to hear how amazing I was at being a DJ. Uh, and by the time I got to 17, I was still DJing. And by then I was... What kind of music were you into? Just to... drum, drum and bass. Drum, drum and bass. Uh, and well, yeah. No, did I tell you about my business partner? No. Ben is a drum and bass DJ. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. I, I need you to connect you with him. <laughs> uh, so weird. Okay. Yeah, I stopped DJing in 2007 though. But anyway, so um, in, in that, um, 1997, actually, um, I set up my first website and it was to promote myself as a DJ because I wanted more people to hear about me. I wanted more people to see me. I uploaded my mixes on their MP3s. So way ahead of iTunes, you know, I had my stuff online um, and I learned how to do that in like literally two to three days days um i was already kind of selling mix cds and i had them in the local shop where the the record shop was selling my cds so mm. i i already had this passion that drove me to communicate with people and what i realized is that my gift is being able to connect and communicate so record labels um, put me on their mailing list so i'd get records months in advance so promotional records before release date um, promoters would then ask me um, about my website, but also give me a booking. Um, and more and more, I was getting out there in my city because I was on pirate radio. And then obviously people were knowing about me because of my website. But the website kind of led to these record labels and people saying, hey, who did your website? Can you do ours? Mm -hmm. And that's where I really got into marketing in 2000. I set up my first internet radio. Um, I was then fast forward about four years. I did a website for the local government, for a higher education association. And then more and more people started saying to me, Leon, how do we get more customers? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what got me into it. And it was then kind of more of a burning desire to think, hey, yeah, how do we get more customers? Because naturally I was getting customers, but now it was more of a, a concerted effort. And yeah. so, so that's the kind of fast track. There's obviously other things in between. <laughs> but course. that's how I got to be, you know, where I am as a lead generation coach and helping people grow their business. And uh, what um, what do you see that you do that makes you different uh, from, uh, from other people? Because uh, I've seen that there are a lot of, you know, lead generation coaches and mm -hmm. uh, people that build funnels. And mm -hmm. I found that everyone, there are some people that are not good at all. <laughs> some people <laughs> that are okay. Some people that are really good, but everyone kind of uses a different methodology or have a preferred way to. So how about yourself? What's your thing yeah, you found? That, that, that's a great, a great point that you've raised there, Simone. And like in any industry, there's some good people and there's some not so good people. Um, I'm one of the good guys. <laughs> I, know. I know. That's <laughs> um, why you're on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what makes me different? 
I'll start with this. Um, first of all, the results of my clients. So I'll, I'll give you two examples. Last year, I helped one client generate £900,000, so about $1.1 million on a £600 a month advertising budget. Another client I helped uh, generate. No, no, one say, point... say it again. Say it, say it again. Yeah. <laughs> like slow it down. Let 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 it sink. Just for a okay. Moment. Okay. So I helped one client generate nine hundred thousand pounds in sales on a six hundred pound a month advertising budget. This is yeah. insane. Yeah. So this is absolutely so, insane. And then I had one client who, in four months, he generated one point two million dollars for his coaching program. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for myself, uh, I've generated multiple six-figure months, and I, d- I do many things for clients. And so, what makes me different is I help people to realize their vision in their marketing message, mm-hmm. because most people don't know how to translate that to actually mm-hmm. something that connects to the right audience, where they actually want to do business with you, and and that's it. Yeah, you know, it's, um, I'm glad to hear that because a lot of time we are focusing on, okay, what is the latest funnel, what is the latest social media, what is the latest technology, but if you don't get your marketing message right, then you can have all these amazing tools, the funnels, the chatbots, the webinars, but people are not going to convert. <laughs> People are not going to Yeah, lie. absolutely, absolutely. So I so, agree. So let, let, let's get into, into the juice now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you do it? Uh, let us know like some of your methodologies. Uh, and in particular, what I'm curious to hear is around the, the lead generation side. Okay, so, cool. Um, uh, very good question, by the way. So how I do it, I'm going to allude to in a moment, is my book here, More Leads, More Clients. That's my methodology. I have a methodology called the MLMC method. And it's simply that it it is what it says on the book, on the tin, more leads, more clients. And so where I start is the strategy. And so you're right, a lot of people will talk about funnels. We do funnels, we do chatbots, we do all that kind of stuff, but that's the vehicle. But the thing that become or that starts and comes uh, before that is the message. And the message comes out of understanding what your strategy is. And your strategy is very simple. And you hear this all the time, but most people don't dig into the next layer. And, and I'll do that. Mm-hmm. So you will hear, find an audience who have a problem mm-hmm. and then deliver the solution to them. That is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the layer below that where most people, they don't really dig into and, and really understand is that what is the exact niche <clears throat> and then the niche, I know you know this, Simone, but mm-hmm. I'll share this with your audience. A niche is a, a particular segment of an audience. So, for instance, let's say you pick an age group like uh, yeah. 40 to 45. You're going to pick men or women or both. You're going to pick maybe location, city, region, wherever they're based. You're going to pick what is their personal income? What is their business revenue if you're doing B2B sales? Mm-hmm. And you're really going to dig in. But here's the next thing. So those are things called demographics. Yes. But there is a next layer. The next layer is called psychographics. The psychographics, it's almost like psychology, mm-hmm. are the reasons why they would buy from you. And most people don't dig into this part of their niche and understand, well, what are the reasons why they would buy? What do they fear? What are they passionate about? What do mm-hmm. they stand for? What keeps them up at night? Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and these are all the things that when you start to really focus, now you're actually focusing in on what a niche is, because in order for somebody to buy from you, it's an emotional transaction. Mm-hmm. But if your marketing message only ever focuses on the demographics and never goes into the psychographics, the emotions, that is you're missing. Yeah. yeah. So you'll never have the message to market match on any media. Yeah. 
because the the golden rule in marketing is to achieve your message to market match on the right media Mm -hmm. so for me it starts with really understanding the audience and then when you understand the audience and truly understand the pain and the pain from an emotional point of view you understand what's going on around that with regards to the symptoms to Mm -hmm. that that's where you can really start to build a message that will connect you to your audience and therefore build an offer that they will find irresistible. I, I, I really like it. I really like it. And before we move on, I would love to spend a bit more time sure. on the psychographic. Yeah. I would love to go there into details there because we never, I mean, a lot of time, got a guest on this show talking about <laughs> finding your niche, yeah. uh, finding the people you want to work with, but uh, no one mentioned the word psychographic and we yeah. never yeah. explored. So something <laughs> really cool that I want to get uh, to know more Mm-hmm. personally and i'm sure that the audience yeah. is going to be really interested so absolutely you, if we if you have to break down the different elements of mm. the psychographic yeah what are those elements you mentioned some of them before let's get yeah. a bit deeper there so I'll, I'll go into some of them so the, the biggest thing that you're you're understanding about the psychographic within this niche is to understand what is their resident dominant emotion that they're going through yeah mm-hmm. so that's one thing And then the next thing is, what is their resident dominant emotion at the point of buying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what you've got to understand is that your audience are going to be in these these different levels of temperature. They're going to be cold, warm and hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Usually before a person really knows about you, when you're you're putting your advertising out there, they're cold. They don't really Mm -hmm. know you. Half the time, they don't even know they have a problem. Mm -hmm. They're they're in this land of, as an example, if if um, we were going after coaches, they're going for their next certification. They think that they need to be qualified like to university standard in order to get better to attract clients. It makes no yeah. sense because yeah. actually what they need to get better at is marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so if I get the next qualification, yeah, I'm... that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go for the next NLP, then it's going to happen. So, so what, so what you got to understand is when a person is cold, you need to be able to move them to warm. And as a person moves to this warm stage, maybe they come across your content and so on. They're now experiencing um, different emotions around what it is they believe they need next. So let's, mm-hmm. Now let's take a step back. Yes. So hot is obviously the point when they're ready to buy, but I'm going to take a step back. So if we go into the psychographics where you're really focusing, what is my niche? Because it's not about discovering the niche. You Most of the time we know our niche because we look in the mirror and that's the niche. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. been through that journey and yeah. therefore we understand how we're going to help somebody. So things that you can start to really you know, dig into about your niche in the psychographic world is what do they fear? What are the symptoms to that fear? So, i.e., what's going on in their life? For instance, if you had the flu, a symptom would be a cough, fever, aches, pains. But what is what are the symptoms to their problem with what you're going to help them solve? This is where you're really digging mm-hmm. into, you know, knowing what they're going through. So then you might understand kind of the logical, physical ailments, but what are the emotional um, feelings they're experiencing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to dig into what makes them angry around this. So, for instance, in our game, in marketing, a lot of people get angry because of, you know, people selling stuff that, you know, is kind of it's nothing. It's confetti. There's no value to it. People are just selling these high ticket things and they don't give value behind what they, you know, are supposedly representing. Mm -hmm. So what 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 keeps them up at night? So truly get into, you know, what is it that they fear? Is it 
for instance, and these are big things now, you're going to get into, are they fearful of what people will think about them, i.e. their wife, their husband, their children, their family, their neighbor, their community, or the business peers, maybe mm-hmm. colleagues, yeah? Now you're digging into, like, what are their fears? Why are they up at night? Is it bills? Is it money? Is it the car they got on the drive they can't afford to pay, but they bought it to look good in front of everybody else? Mm-hmm. Is it the home they're in, yeah? And so when you start to understand the reasons why people are up late at night and the emotional pains they're going through in relation to the thing you're going to help them yeah. solve, this is where you can create different angles in your marketing message. And this is where people go you know, wrong because they never go deep enough. And so because they are just on a surface level, then exactly. they, they sound like everyone yeah. else. People think a niche is going into Facebook ads, doing the filtering options on the ads. Oh, I found a niche. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's not like all, Yeah, it's all logical stuff. It's not the emotion. <laughs> so let's look at uh, mm. different ways in which we can fine-tune our psychographic profile. Mm. Uh, and I want to divide because in a lot of our listeners, we have two kinds of listeners. So we have yeah. the listeners who are starting out and we have the listeners who has been uh, in business for years yeah. and so they already have a lot of clients and they are <laughs> looking to take it to the next level. Good. So if someone is starting out, I'm like, I remember when I started out, I was like, oh, <laughs> this niche stuff sounds very complicated. I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't, so if someone is starting out, where is a good starting point for them to create this niche with a psychographic profile? Yeah, I, I think the, the best place is just like I explained, because I don't want there's no need to overcomplicate this. Start with what are the demographics? So what are the logical, you know, attributes that you believe um, your, your target audience mm-hmm. have? And what I'm going to do, I'm going to take you through a few of them. So, for instance, <clears throat> you're going to dig into location, gender, age, language, ethnicity, behavior, mm-hmm. education, income. What are their job titles? Yeah, job titles are good because you can use that in your targeting mm-hmm. on Google and on Facebook. What industry? What is their relationship status? Are they normally married, single, with a partner? What is their homeowner status? How do they travel? What car do they drive? Is it kind of BMW, Mercedes, Ford, Vauxhall? You know, like really dig into what are the demographics, psychographics are. And this is another way to flip it around. Let's say you're thinking about who's your ideal client. What is it that you really love about them? What are the values? What are the emotions? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're digging, you're digging. So where are they in their lives right now? Like what's going on? Do they have kids? Do they have, you know, different pressures? Do they have different hobbies, things that excite them? You know, really now you're getting into these emotions of the psychographic. What do they truly want? Not just kind of, oh, they want a coaching program or they want this consulting service. Like, what do they want? Where does your solution help them to get to in their life journey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, what makes them angry? Fear. What are their passions? Um, I already said what keeps them up at night. And what are their perceived limitations? What do they believe they can't do? So as an example, there's a lot of people who they believe they can't do, uh, let's say, a coaching program or they can't do this in their business until they have money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what they actually do is close themselves off into being creative around. Actually, I don't need money. I could partner with somebody Mm -hmm. and therefore we could work together. They use my resources. I use their clients. Mm -hmm. We make money together. So it's understanding like what limits does your target audience niche have on themselves and really getting into this. And so so those are a few. And what I want to say here, Simona, is 
it's not really avoiding these um, points that I've raised. Because if you go deep enough on these points, you will have a niche that is probably 99% stronger than your nearest competitor, guaranteed. Yeah. Because I even work with some companies who they're doing seven figures, they've never even gone this deep just because the industry and market at the time, there was a big enough demand for what they were selling. And then the, the market became too saturated it's, and exactly. then the business started going down. Yeah. It makes it makes absolute sense. Yeah. So um, before we move on, last question yeah. on the niching. Yeah. Uh, do you have, uh, what's the best way uh, or that you suggest for people to find out uh, those information. It's just like, mm, okay. I think it's going to be this or so, do you have a yeah. better method? So actually, the first way is to to kind of go with what you believe about the marketplace. Yeah, yes. because you're going to have, you're going to be about 75% accurate in most cases, sometimes more. You can do surveys. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do a survey, don't just say, hey, can you fill in my survey, put it on social media, give them something free like, hey, when you fill my survey and you get a free training video on the very topic you're an expert of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're a business coach, life coach, maybe you have a 10, 20 minute explainer video on a particular thing that you help people yeah. with or give them a, a kind of PDF checklist, a PDF guide, an ebook, something to entice them mm -hmm. into actually filling in your survey. You can boost that on Facebook for like 20 pounds. That's, you know, it's very easy to do. You can also put posts out in Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, um, ask questions. Sometimes you don't have to give people a full survey. You can drip one question in as, hey, um, guys, can you tell me what you think of, you know, is your number one marketing challenge? And people yeah. will just, Respond. That's your survey answer right there. I found so, it. I found it in particular this one. I did it. I do it quite often. And mm -hmm. uh, recently, because uh, I teach uh, a lot of speakers how to sell from the stage yeah. and create events, mm -hmm. so I put a post out saying, "What's the thing that frustrates you, that annoys you the most yeah. about business events?" Because I know that <laughs> very specific. Uh, I know that my audience goes to a lot of business-related events. So I was like, yeah. "Okay, what is the thing that?" upsets you the most because I wanted to put to update the copy of my page mm. on my landing page of my event basically addressing all the things that frustrates yeah. people the most about events I'm going to address it and they're not going to be present in my event mm. and it also gives me an idea of where the market is going where people are at yeah yeah and agreed so that's a very powerful so I just want yeah to make I, this point. it's funny actually because I did something recently I did the same about what do people find uh, um, the most annoying about webinars I had about 30 to 40 people respond to different right. posts yeah, on yeah. Facebook LinkedIn and it's the same thing. So have a guess what I can implement on my next webinar. Have a guess what I can teach my clients about what people actually mm -hmm. want to see on their next webinar. So I agree. You know, it's a great way to get feedback. And like I said, a lot of these things don't take money. They take energy and creativity. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we have a, we mm. have a methodology. We know how yeah. to find a, a, a niche. the niche, which is the first yeah. step. Then what's happening next? Once okay, you identify so that. Yeah. So once you've identified your niche, you need to be able to attract them. Yeah. And so there's there's two things that you need with this. So if you're going to attract people in, you're going to attract them by, by a message or you're going to attract them by an offer that you've created. So what I like to do is get people clear on what their offer is, because most people, if they start up or even if they're established, they're like, ah, I need to make sure I understand what I'm going to sell. So what I do is I take um a client through the simple process, you get a piece of paper and you write at the top point A 
and at the bottom you write point B. And in between you put the steps of what it will take to move a person from point A to point B with your service, mm -hmm. with what you're going to help them do. So you're going to end up with five to ten steps. Those five to ten steps are what will become your product or coaching program or consulting service. <clears throat> And so now you know your kind of process and that is unique to you as yeah. an individual. And so from there, what you do is take each step and then you put next to it, what is the symptom that you identified when you were looking at your niche that each of those steps relate to? Mm -hmm. This is very important because now you understand how those symptoms relate to the solution. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then the next step is, so you have a column for the step what you've named the step, then you have the symptom, and then and the final column on this piece of paper is the benefit. So what is the benefit that that step is going to give the person with the symptom you've identified? Yeah. Now you've you've come up with a list of 10 different benefits, yeah? And in, in my trainings, I give a, a simple way to create your own USP. A USP is your program or your product plus your number one benefit. So it's mm -hmm. a simple way to create a USP. So now you have a USP, you have all the related benefits of what your service or product is about. And then what you can do is take all the symptoms and create different content, videos, posts, yep. yeah? And, and that is the next step really, because now you understand what the product is. It's not created, you just come up with obviously the outline for the product, but now you have messages that can go out to the market and attract people in. And this is an important step. It is. So let me just recap it because mm -hmm. uh, there are some people in the audience that are listening right now that are going to be like, yep, yeah, absolutely get it. <laughs> Makes sense. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other people that are like, yo, 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 Leon, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I liked about this process uh, is that, first of all, you create your signature methodology, you create your USP, and you have different steps, which mm -hmm. are the steps that you are taking your clients to give them the results that they want. Exactly. Ultimately. Uh, and then you will have the benefits associated to each step. So if we have to give an example, mm -hmm. maybe you are a confidence coach, mm -hmm. and uh, your the first uh, module maybe is uh, self-awareness to yeah. get them to find who they are. Exactly. Then you associate a benefit. So, what is the benefit for the client if they found who they, who they are? Mm -hmm. Well, they are, they are clear about their direction, they're wasting yeah. less time. They know what they value, they know where they're going to spend their time and where they're not going to spend their time anymore. Mm -hmm. They know yeah. what makes them happy. Absolutely. But then, what I loved about this is taking to an all new level with also adding the symptoms because a lot of people will put the module and the benefit. Yeah. But the symptoms, which is then what causes them mm -hmm. to have to need the need, yeah. the need of clarity is already giving you the content to put out on social media exactly so when <laughs> you, you're like oh what shall i talk about or what shall i write about then you take your grid you look at mm -hmm. the symptoms and then you address the symptoms because yeah. then you have a benefit for the exactly symptom and yeah the solution is your program so yeah that's what i really love about it and mm -hmm. uh, uh, genius Absolute yeah. genius. Lovely. <laughs> All right. Like, simplicity. Sim simpl simplicity at its purest form. But yeah. you know, it's complex to make this simple. Of course. <laughs> that's that's why I wrote a book on it. <laughs> that's why people pay us a lot of money for making things simple for them. <laughs> that's why we are in business. <laughs> All exactly. right, cool. All right, so l l let's move on. Uh, mm -hmm. the, you're now creating your methodology. Yeah. And then uh, you have your content and you're talking about it.
and then yeah. what happens next okay so now you you have your content so that means you can put posts out you can create videos now you can create ads so if you have a marketing budget and you actually want to you know test the market and really go after you know getting more clients more leads and so on you can really put some stuff out there into the marketplace and test so the biggest thing for <clears throat> for you as part of what you would have identified with your niche this comes back into the kind of demographic part is where do your target audience hang out so are they on facebook are they in facebook groups yeah are they on linkedin are they in linkedin groups are they searching on google yeah are they on youtube are they on instagram yeah you must identify where they hang out and then what i recommend you do is you go to that channel and that's where you start to publish this content yeah and you have to be consistent for instance you can't publish one video and come back in a month's time and say, hey, my marketing campaign failed. Yeah. Or you can't publish your video and at 12 o'clock come back at 5 p.m. and say, hey, my campaign failed. Yeah. Nobody reached out to me. Nobody liked it. Nobody commented. And here's another thing, guys. I have a lot of clients who never liked, shared, commented my stuff, but they saw it. Yep. Yeah. So don't worry about those numbers. And, and this is something I speak to my clients about. The, the, the numbers you must care about are how many leads do I have, how many prospects do I have, and how many clients, because that will result in money in your bank. Everything else is BS. Yeah, Absolutely. trust me, trust you me. find a lot of people with hundreds of thousands, millions of followers not making a penny. Exactly. So yeah. if you don't, yeah, if you don't have them numbers, what I mentioned, everything else is just you feeding your ego and other people feeding theirs. Because look, that's not going to feed your family. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. So, so now you're in this place where you kind of have a good idea where your audience is. You might even test a few channels like LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and just see where you are getting responses, mm. i.e. where people are clicking on, let's say, a link in your description on your video on YouTube, a link maybe you've put in an ad on Facebook, wherever. And you're seeing that a person is clicking and they're going into something called a conversion mechanism or a lead magnet. Mm. Yeah, because what you want to do is be able to replicate yourself. And so the biggest things uh, and the easiest thing that I give my clients is create like a three to five page guide, like a checklist, something yeah. very easy. You create it in Word or Google Docs, export it as PDF. And then you create an opt-in page, you know, like on ClickFunnels, very easy to do or one of those other tools. And now you've got a place where somebody can go to after watching or reading your content, give you the, their name and email, and now they get some value in return, but now you have a lead. Yes. Yeah. So so for me, that that's the biggest thing. It's It's taking your content, testing the channels, and finding out where you get leads from. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. the next part in the process. That's brilliant. So I think this interview is going to require a part two. Yeah, probably. Then taking a lead. Got, yeah, to those, exactly. To get to, to go from lead to conversion. So yeah. I'll leave you guys with a cliffhanger here. There is going to be a part two where we are now understanding how do we get the lead to then converting it. But Absolutely. a lot of people, they just, uh, this isn't why I wanted to focus on lead generation in this interview. So there are so many people that talk about conversion mm -hmm. and uh, you cannot convert something you don't have, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So there are people that build this uh, super complex funnels, takes months mm -hmm. to build 
and then they have no traffic and no one then goes through that. And here's the thing, people hire people to build funnels and web designers and they've never even like once had any focus on what is the niche, what is their emotional mm -hmm. needs. So they build this funnel based on what they've copied from some other niche, some other target audience with no context. Yeah. yeah, with no context of what your niche need. And honestly, I I have clients like who do multi-million and they come to me spending tens of thousands of dollars and I'll tell you straight up, they waste money with because you know they, they see this latest fad, even people who are successful established business owners. And so the key thing for me guys is if you do focus on your niche first, you'll mm. always have the right foundation to build your campaigns from. Absolutely. And you're not going to waste time, you're not going to waste money in things yeah. that then are not working for you. Exactly. Um, so understand your niche, understand how people buy, and then build your marketing funnel mm -hmm. around their behavior rather than what you think is the latest trend. Exactly. <laughs> I think that sums it up perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So now we, we talked about niching, lead generation, uh, mm -hmm. uh, getting out there. Uh, let's uh, go into the last part of the interview, which sure. is uh, the lifting the veil round, mm -hmm. where I ask every uh, um, every guest to share an app, a tool, uh, maybe a book, something that uh, you bought recently that makes your life or business easier. What's okay. your one? Uh, that's a great question, Simone. And I'm not, I'm not going to share an app and I'm not going to share a tool. I'm just going to share a concept, an idea. Mm -hmm. And it's simply this. Um, depending on where you are in life, whether you're a startup, whether you're in your 20s, even late teens or 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, <clears throat> the biggest thing for me that will make a difference in your life is to commit to your life. Now, every week we have 168 hours given to us, every one of us. Yeah, The people who I see as success, the people who I work with that are successful as well as myself, focus on what goes into their 168 hours yeah mm -hmm. and i often come across people who say i don't have time or i you know i can't get this thing done for me the biggest thing you can do right now is focus on what are your priorities and put your priorities into your calendar even if it's the things you don't enjoy or don't like put them in until you can hire the person to actually do them for you yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing for me is to commit to your 168 hours every week. I actually give away a free um, schedule. Yeah. So it's it's literally just a one page PDF. I give it away free, not because it's like going to help me to sell more marketing, but what it's going to do is help the people who come across my content to become more effective in their life. Mm -hmm. And that's important for me. So we can put the link here in the yeah, description yeah. for, can, yeah, uh, for that. Link, yeah, if you can for give sure. me the link so can people yeah. can download the calendar. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of planners, big fan of calendars. Yeah, I've got they... yours actually. Thanks for getting, I've got your, <laughs> your planner over there on the desk. <laughs> ah, thanks, man. <laughs> so uh, they work. They absolutely work. And, uh, yeah. you know, when you're an entrepreneur, I agree with you. There are a lot of things. There are so many moving pieces of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. And the bigger the business grows, uh, the tougher it gets yeah, <laughs> it's not that yeah. people think oh i want a big business so life will become easier mm. yeah good luck with that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah focus on you first <laughs> exactly and uh, being in control of your time what mm. are you going to do when Absolutely. are you going to do it and committing 100 percent to yourself to your vision that gives you the edge 
yeah that agreed what many people are missing so thank you for sharing leon you're welcome right so if people want to get in touch with you how can mm -hmm. people get in touch with you download your stuff uh, sure, get in sure. your word okay so you can get in touch with me very simply my name is leon street and on the end of street there's a silent e so you can find me i'm the only one that exists in the world nobody else is named leon street so you can lucky find me you super googleable <laughs> yeah lucky yeah, you exactly. yeah <laughs> So Facebook, LinkedIn, that's where I'm most. You can get me on Instagram as well. And if you want to get some of my free stuff, you can go to leonstreet.com. You'll find books on there, which obviously I've got this book here. Amazon number one international bestseller, more leads, more clients. It's got everything that I, I class as what you need as a cultural consultant to actually make your business work and go to six figures and beyond for sure. Um, it's about implementation. And so when I wrote the book, it was about actually, you know, putting my money where my mouth was. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what you can, you know, get from me and you can find all the other resources that I have online as well. Fantastic. So there are going to be the links uh, here in the show notes. Make sure that you connect, connect with Leon. Um, you know, in this industry, it's really difficult to understand uh, who is the real deal, always full of bullshit. Yeah. And uh, uh, the interaction that I had with Leon is really a genuine person. Like, I love the dinner that we had after mm -hmm. the event, uh, got to know each other better. And yeah. uh, guys, make sure you connect with him. Is a guy that gives and knows his stuff. So even the content that you're going to find from him, I always find it really useful. So get thank in touch you. with Leon right now. Leon, thank you very much for being on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure mm -hmm. having you here. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you very much for your time, Simone. Bella, bella. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna every, we're going to turn everyone Italian or say something yeah. Italian on this show now. But guys, thank you very much for listening or watching. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed yet. And share it. Share it with the word. Uh, share it with your cat, with your dog, with your goldfish, <laughs> uh, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with everyone that needs to hear this message. And also, we really appreciate your reviews. So leave us a review on uh, on iTunes. Uh, uh, let us know what you like and also what other things would you like to hear from the show. I have one thing, Simone. For everybody who leaves a review, um, I'd love for you to print screen your review, send it through to Simone, and I'll give you some extra special free marketing training. So if you do leave a review and a really great review, yeah, I'll make sure I send some training out that Simone can pass on to you. Cool. So right now you know what to do. Subscribe and leave a review straight away. Send me the screenshot. I'll pass it on to Leon. Then you can get your extra resources. Yeah. Now it's time to go. Thank you very much, Leon. Thank you, everyone. Thank and you. remember that together we grow exponentially. Ciao.